Hello and welcome to the Hey Mama podcast. Supporting women to make empowering, soul-centered and heart-driven decisions in motherhood. Going back to basics, changing our stories and trusting ourselves. I'm Emily. And I'm Annabelle. Hey Mama! Welcome to today's episode. Thank you for joining us for our birth story series. Today we have a wonderful story for you as always. We have Marina who is a mum of three daughters and a holistic life coach passionate about empowering women on their motherhood journey. So after years of research she created created a unique healing from within emotional release wizard which takes women on a step-by-step journey of identifying and releasing challenging emotions In her spare time, Marina loves dancing, singing, connecting with like-minded women and spending time with her family. So her birth, today we're talking about the birth of her third daughter and this was a pain-free home birth which just happened by chance to be an unplanned free birth. Welcome Marina, thanks for coming on. Oh, thank you so much, Emily and Annabelle. It's such an honor to be here and I'm laughing here uh, because, yes, it was. It was. I can, and, and when I say I, I, I for, it took me years to actually share my birth story uh, for the first time. And then when people, when I told people, what do you mean by pain free? Well, I told them this is what it was. I felt pressure. It was. But this is what it was. The whole journey I, it was. I could call it pain-free. And to me, that was a completion of a really long journey, which started, um, I guess, today more than anything. When I talk about a pain-free birth, I more than anything, I wanted to share my journey because my journey actually started with my own birth and my mom's birth journey, which was quite traumatic. All of her births um, were really difficult. She had five births and um, there was a lot of really sad stories in the family birthing history. And my grandmothers uh, just kept passing the story. So initially I was imprinted with quite traumatic view of birth. So when the time came, I never gave it much thought until I fell pregnant. And then I've realized that there was a massive clearing for me to do because I was quite co- like I was committed to changing that. And I knew deep inside that I could. And um, with my first birth, I fell pregnant at 25 and um, I just felt that I had to I was doing all of these courses and workshop. I was so fortunate to have come across work. I really wanted to share today um, work of Yelena Tanetti. Um, she does birth into being workshops and movies and um, birth as we know it is another movie of hers. Mm. Are you, have you heard about it? Yeah, I've watched both of those documentaries. They're, I watch them I think I've watched them each pregnancy, actually, just for inspiration. Yes, 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 I did. And I watched them before Milasha was born, my third one. I actually watched it with the girls because those birds were so beautiful. This is what I wanted. I'm not even sure if the girls remember. I might ask them. But this is what I wanted them to remember about birth, like that it is. Because 
also in high school another thing in high school like that's this is what all we saw in the in the um like a birth what were they trying to it wasn't the birth preparation but it was um anyway in the classes what we were featured yeah. was this like really screaming screaming birth and their message was well hey take measures so that you don't end up in in that situation where you end up having that baby and so that was the message they, they were passing on to the 15 year olds that's it and I think that's what the what women and you know men as well but mostly women we're just like told that from such a young age that it's scary and it's hard and it's labor like something about that word as well mm. I don't really like that because it just it it doesn't bring a nice vibe to it but yeah it's it's just drilled into us from such a young age so when we do finally get pregnant it's no wonder so many women have these fears and they just go down the path that they do to try and avoid the things that they think it's going to be like absolutely yes yeah. absolutely 100% so that was that was that was the reality i've realized like we've we've all been exposed to and uh, it, even more than that, uh, having grown up in Russia, like uh, an idea of a home birth is not an issue. This is something like it's not even treated as a like it's 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 a uh, it's an illness that's treated in hospitals pretty much from day one. And um, the way women are treated mm. is just it's just really sad. Like now it's I guess it has shifted a little bit, but this was the reality I grew up with. And then when I watched those births, like there were Russian women as well. Yelena is Russian. She actually immigrated to America when she was um, maybe in her 20s. And then she founded the Her Birth Into Being movement. So she was working with educating doulas and midwives on how to prepare uh, women for birth because she, her main message is that you can, you can rewrite your story of how you were born. You can rewrite your story of your previous birth. And um, the birth that she was featuring uh, was just mind-blowing. Like they were doing this birth preparation camp on the Black Sea coast and some women who happened to have um, the due date, like lucky, fortunate enough at that time, they were actually giving birth during those camps, obviously not in the water because it was too cold, but supported by the whole community right there on the beach and with a lot of educated midwives. And... One of the births that really stuck in my mind was this one of one of the midwives who's maybe she was giving birth for the fourth time and she had a pool set up, but the pool was set up so that they could record it. So it was actually transparent. And then you could see from them from the sides what she was doing. And on every contraction, she was diving underneath and holding her breath. So to me, that didn't make sense until I'll tell you later when I get to my third birth, I actually got when she I, I got I got it what she meant, what she was doing. And then I guess the birth that inspired me the most was this ecstatic birth of this woman, um, Amber, I believe her name is. She was in her spa at the back of her backyard. And having literally on her cosmic experience during the birthing and just moving in those waves. And later she was sharing how in her mind she was somewhere like very, very far away and just moving through those waves of really pleasant energy. And mm. I thought, thought, wow, how in the world have I never heard of such a thing? Like this is what birthing can be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's quite amazing, isn't it, to see them and it's like, you, you've got to think, well, if one person can experience that, so can I. 
exactly exactly so my idea so i spent i'll share a little bit my, about my first birth so i did we did end up traveling with my husband to melbourne where um eliana was doing a little a very short workshop and um at the time the birth into being so i got a little snippet into because she has got 10 day training courses which are a lot more uh in depth but otherwise i was doing all the hypnobirthing and the yoga and um, I've read all of the positive birthing books, like the Ina May Gaskin and um, he, the Birthing from Within, um, Grantly Decred. I just wanted to maybe list for anyone here um, as a little reading list. It was The Birth mm -hmm. Without Fear. And Michelle Odent has also got some really empowering, like he was the uh, male obstetrician who's pretty much transformed the obstetrician industry mm -hmm. in France and Europe. Yeah. By saying, hey guys, like we really shouldn't be there controlling it. And like it's, like it's not. Yeah, and he kind of says, especially men. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm yeah. how the rumor goes that this is how it started. It was just easier to control. This is where the whole being on your back thing came along because it was just easy for the male obstetrician to be there and see what's going on. Whereas it's, you know, as we all know, this is like the most unproductive, unproductive pose to be in is being on your back. Um, Anyhow, so after all of those books, I felt after nine months, I felt like I was doing something every day. So when the time for the birth came, I was sure I was just having one of those ecstatic birthing experiences. And it just hit me really hard because I ended up all of my three births were home births. And I was on a community midwifery program at the time. And um, a few things I can so at the end of the day, it was not a birth that people would call traumatic. It was a natural um, birth. It was a home birth. But to me, the excruciating pain that I have experienced and the lack of control that I've experienced over those 10 hours without dilating for a very long time and being on the verge of being transferred to the hospital and the midwife who was Really, he was. She was a great midwife, but my expectation was different. My expectation was that it's going to be an easy, like a really um, experience, and then it just traumatized me. The fact that the midwife was not involved in the process, and my husband was fantastic in terms of doing the pain relief, but otherwise, it was every minute of that experience was to me was I have just having never encountered encountered pain like that. It was just really shocking because I, I felt that I had no control in terms of what was going on. I couldn't get out of the pool. When I did, I thought I was going to pass out because in those five minutes, it was like the extreme of that pain was just beyond anything I could have ever imagined. So I walked out from that birth. Um, so Karina was born in a, like an ocean water. We've Pulled the, we filled the water with an ocean water from the marine farms that fill aquariums. So she was born in the ocean water in the, in the pool. But when I was processing that birth, I realized that I had an expectation that after all of that preparation, that my body will just be able to just birth that baby really easily. And it wasn't like that. It was a very, very, very challenging experience I had never encountered before. Yeah, I really relate to that, actually. Like, you think mm. that because you've done all the reading and all the the preparation, 
that you're just so prepared that it will be yeah easy almost and yeah I definitely felt the same with my first birth um but yeah I'm sure you're going to get to it but then you kind of realize that there's a lot of emotional stuff going on so yeah I feel like that's where you might be going <laughs> yeah 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 so with my so a couple of years later I um when the time came for to me give birth for the second time it was in a way more difficult because I was aware about what was coming and I was terrified of that pain literally absolutely completely just mind-blowing terrified it was just too too real in terms of I knew what was coming on and I just couldn't see how my husband with a two and a half year old he could be there for me every second minute of the way so I felt there must be another way and at the time, I was in Canada and also participating in the same program. We just happened to be there because I felt we would get more relative support there. So uh, it was the same, I guess, home birthing program. And again, there was a midwife and she was great. But this time I chose to have a doula. And that was a great choice. Um, I felt I, I couldn't really understand until the time for the birth. We kept talking and talking and like, what do you like? What do you do? What exactly? I know intuitively I feel I need someone that, other than my husband to be there for me because he won't be available. He'll be with a really needy two and a half year old. But what do you do as a doula? <laughs> it was my question for a very long time. And she was just great. First of all, she took me on a journey throughout the birth. She got me to talk through my feelings and a lot of that was, first of all, like the fear of the pain. And somehow during that birth, I got really present that, ah, because the baby was um, breech, Olesia was breech uh, for really strange, like for some sort of for the last couple of months of the pregnancy. And that triggered a really strong response uh, inside of me that I couldn't have the birth. Like it's a Possibly I might need to have a C-section and there's nothing I can do. And I ended up really just having such, when she asked me to talk about it, it was probably the most difficult conversation because having experienced the home birth, I had to talk to her about a, a possibility of having a C-section and being in the, in the hospital and not even being able. And then we just, I literally just, it was such a, uh, I cried, but it's, I can't even say cried. Like it was just this, this, this really desperate, um, scream inside of me that I had to let go that, okay, agree that yes, my husband would take the baby. But in that acceptance, I actually went on a deeper journey and I've realized after my first birthing, there is nothing like this is one thing we cannot control is how, what the body, what happens, how the baby chooses to be born. Like, but all we can do is just, step back because the more we are in attached to the results the less we actually likely to get that result so almost like in a funny way we need to let go but then allow the body the body to birth the baby the way it knows how because most of the time we are actually stopping with our uh with our blockages we're actually stopping um or blocking the body from doing what it knows in like internally has for thousands of years like it has been do like not our body but uh women have been doing so obviously we have it in our body as mm -hmm. well so in that revelation i guess this was probably one of the most important milestones and after all i ended up having it was a peaceful birth it was an easier birth the doula was pressing on the points at the back she was using aromatherapy we were using a really strong really big sounding so there was in an apartment building with <laughs> with hundreds of people in that in that building and then later they came and don't tell me oh yeah yeah we've heard your birth <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> so that was a bit of a funny. It was a bit of a like nicely shocking because obviously no one ever has birth at home in Canada in you know in the condominium building. So that was quite funny. And my whole family was there. So I felt it was interesting. It was just me, but it was a small unit. So it was everyone, my whole family, my brother and sister. So again, it was an interesting experience to go through. And so when the time finally came for my third birth, I felt that, okay, so I have figured something out, but deep inside, I knew that something else was possible because I was really present that I have sort of made other people responsible. I have been making other people for coming and relieving that pain. And this is what I guess we sort of trained as a society to like expecting someone to come, a doctor or someone else to come and relieve the pain. Like to, And I knew that for me, it would have been ideal had I not had anyone, but I, I couldn't really explain what it was, but I felt that something was possible. And then when the time for the birth actually came, so at the time I was already well into my life coaching. So in my life, my holistic life coaching, it's, um, it's more of an emotional healing practice that I have established over the years. And I have gathered different techniques that help me to release various emotional layers. So my whole pregnancy, I was processing, uh, processing like a lot of the stuff from, um, again, from my childhood and so on from previous births. And so when the time for the birth came, my mom happened to not arrive. First of all, she, her flight got delayed and then she couldn't be there because I was, um, my due date was maybe the ninth, and uh, I felt that my waters broke on just before the second of the September. And so I told my husband, okay, well, you go and stay with the babies. I will let you know what's going on. It'll probably be a very, like another very long night. So make sure you get some sleep. And the midwife was on the phone with me. And I told her, well, then nothing is happening. And obviously, it will probably be a very long time since it becomes really intense. So I will let you know. So on that evening, so my waters broke maybe at 9 p.m. And on that evening, I just went into a little room. And deep inside, I just started asking myself, like, what is pain? Why do we think pain is, birth is painful? Why is it called labor? Like, are we, like, this is exactly, Emily, you were saying before, like all of these things that, you know, why do we think? And I just kept asking and in my mind, just whatever, um, concepts I felt were not like, you know, we're not supporting me. I was realizing that I could let them go, like release them. And I was just almost imagining them like shifting, like, you know, shading layers of those beliefs that were not, were not helpful and were limiting me in one way or another. So as I was doing that, I was combining it with something interesting like this in my second birth, I've realized that sounding is beautiful, but if you suspend the breath, your own contractions, something deeper happens. And I've realized, I remember how I was talking about the woman in the swimming pool. This is what she was doing. She was suspending the breath on every single contraction. And when I tried that, it was really, again, interesting because that was somehow dissolving the pain. Because I was on the inhale, I was just um, suspending the breath while at the same time relaxing, like, really relaxing instead of you know 
on a contraction, contracting everything, like what it says, contraction, you contract. But I was actually realized that when I, if I do the opposite, if I would relax all of the pelvic muscles and almost open up, like open up as a, I think of like a volcano or something like that, that the baby, I felt like she was moving further with the more I was relaxing. And I just kept going with that, with that, with that, with that, um, technique that I have just somehow intuitively came up with and it worked it worked to a point it was just I still kept felt kept feeling the pressure in terms of like a Braxton Hicks pressure but it never got to the point of being that of that excruciating pain that I previously experienced and throughout the whole experience I haven't made a single sound because there was no need for that with the um, that breathing technique. So as I was going around the house, I had no idea. I was actually still in touch with my midwife and I told her, well, I'm pretty, pretty, it's getting quite intense. So you should probably get here soon. So it'll probably be another uh, few hours. So I guess she was on her way. But that was a moment I realized that the baby was actually crowning. So I had to remember everything I've, I've, you know, <laughs> I knew about relaxing when, you know, when, when you're actually delivering. And then she came out and then I screamed. I screamed because like my husband ran into, into a bathroom and then ready to just really be in action. And he's realized I was there with the baby and everyone was in shock. And the midwife also ran into, she was already somewhere in the area and then she just ran into into the place like what happened there how come you didn't tell me I was like well I had no idea <laughs> <laughs> wow wow that was the lashes delivery and then it took me obviously hours to just just get over of the, and then I went into this like shock and I realized what happened and then she took me to the room and then we just took time to just process it all and uh uh, yes, the girls got to meet the baby a few hours later, and I felt that was it. That was my completing third birth and something that did not happen during my first birth, but something that that movie inspired me to believe in that was possible. It actually happened for me as well. Yeah. Wow. And I love how before you were kind of saying – you know, we, we give away like our power and our responsibility to a doctor or, or, you know, to a midwife or somebody else. And we're like, we, we kind of wanting them there to like, you know, I want, when I'm feeling pain or when I'm feeling scared or something, I want to just look to you and you can take it away. And rather than actually being with it ourselves and allowing ourselves to process it and do whatever we need to do to let it go. And it's almost like you kind of um, really, really took that on. And that's maybe even why the midwife didn't come because you did take full responsibility for your birth and, and managing it and, and working through it. And then you just did it. I mean, of course you did. Like she was just born with you doing your thing because you were completely in your power and you took that radical responsibility. Well, 100%, I agree, yes. So this is this was, but um, to get there, like this, this was, it was, it was difficult to see and to believe that this might be possible. Yeah. But having experienced it, I would definitely, this was something I would really like to this one. I wanted to share the most that we all do. We do have that power to just shift and release whatever blockages so all we need to do is not even uh because i guess 
um, again, when it comes to releasing the blockages, we also tend to find that how can we do it ourselves? Do we need someone else to guide us? And I truly believe that, of course, we can search for different tools and techniques, but deep inside you have like we all have the inner ability to connect and ask ourselves like what it is, what is what is it that blocking me right now? And just if we direct that question inwards, then we can get the answer, perhaps what is what what is that that level like layer that's blocking whatever is happening in my life right now, in my birth right now. And then we can we can just learn to release those um whatever beliefs or previous experiences that made us believe that something was not possible or other people experiences in our life that made us believe or tv programs that made us believe that something was not possible that um birth is painful and so on mm, yeah yeah so yeah so what i wanted so i have put so for anyone who might be so i have a little um empowered birthing um master class that i have put together so it's simply just something very very simple that i wanted to share in case someone wants would like to know so i i pretty much just talk about my birth in there and then just the three tools like i talk about the um, little um, like the, the emotional release technique that I have used, which simply just um, finding a way to discover, like discovering a way to release those once you identify different different blockage and ask yourself. Um, so I, I talked about a little bit about the spiraling movement because that was another thing that really um, Elena Elena Tanati, uh, Vladimir is like a second name. So she talks in the birth into being, she talks a lot about the spiraling, how as women it's so powerful and necessary for us to connect to that spiraling movement, movement throughout the whole pregnancy and birth. And because somehow that spiral is what actually happens when the baby moves actually in a spiral um, inside. So if we move in that spiraling movement, we help, we facilitate that um, like a space for baby to move smoothly. So that was another thing, just doing those spiraling movements um, throughout my pregnancy that helps. So I, I, I've put together a little, t- um, these three techniques that worked for me, like the breathing, the, um, the relaxing and suspending the breath, the spiraling movement and emotional release technique. I've put some resources in there. And then there's, um, um, I shared it in my, I have my uh, Facebook groups. So I've shared at some point, I did a little webinar for women interested Um in those couple of tools. So this is what I want to share here today, just in case anyone is interested, it's available. It's on my website. Um, it's wellness puzzles um, slash training. And it's a free masterclass anyone anyone can take and um, take a look at wow. little, little summaries because I felt it's, such an important thing to for 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 you know for me to get out there so i have recorded them in little in little videos and put it out there wow so thank yes. you there. Yeah, th- thank you for sharing that i mean the whole time i've just been like oh you know you know oh god i don't even know how to word it but like birth it's like there are so many stories that we have around it and each of our truth in our birth is different for everyone right so like you were saying like you just knew there was something that you connected to that in you that you could have a different experience and 
I, I guess I'm just really thinking like, yeah, birth for everyone is so different. Like no matter what anybody ever says, you must connect to your truth, remove your own unique barriers that you have, your own stories that you have. They'll be like, what is true for me? What is true for me in this birth? And why do I feel that way? Or why don't I feel that way? Like, yeah, I don't know. It's fascinating because, you know, your first birth, same with Emily, like it was just really like way harder than you thought it was meant to be. But of course we have to learn, right? So it's like we have to learn one way, but mm-hmm. yeah, we we can also learn from other people. But yeah, it's just it's <laughs> so fascinating and I don't even know what I'm saying, but I just think it's amazing, really amazing because it's different. It's different to what we've heard. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, 100%, 100%. This is, this is, this is, um, and this is what I wanted, like, you know, I wanted more than anything to share, like, the birth into being information because I just I just know that if we watch something, like, it just becomes, it becomes possible. And then just watching, because some of those women, they were giving birth, like, some of the videos that she had recorded. And then, like, she's worked with so many birthing professionals and eventually she had to immigrate from Russia because the pressure was just, it's just, was just too much. And, um, but a lot of women are still following, um, her guidance. And so it's quite a, like, it's, it's a massive worldwide community. And, uh, but some of those women, they were, they were still like, they were just birthing in whatever they could, like in tiny bathtubs. And, um, with their partners so again i guess another message is that it's not about yes i did have the home birth but it's not about giving birth at home because it's about the like empowered attitudes in being able to be have this is why i call like what i have put together the empowered birth masterclass because i believe we can all have a birth an empowered birth regardless of whether uh, we are in a hospital for whatever circumstances um, that whatever it, wh- whatever there are some interventions necessary interventions um, regardless of whether it's um, like a c-section that we're still going through we can still have an empowered birthing experience regardless of what that is because yes we do have certain limitations but if we just work on releasing those like usually the trauma the biggest trauma probably comes for us when our expectations are not met what we thought it was going to be and this is the most difficult thing to accept what actually happened and um I guess before the birth, what we can do is to actually think it's like, yes, I am expecting this thing to go like this. But as we go through, if certain things are not uh, happening the way we were expecting they were happening, just perhaps allowing that and maybe like work on releasing disappointment, certain things didn't work out. And that way we can truly reclaim that power back instead of feeling that, oh, yeah, it hasn't happened the way we planned it. And then having this most massive trauma because of that yeah yeah Mm. so interesting you know like for me in my was maybe this was my way of preparing myself but I was like this is going to be the hardest thing I've ever done and I'm going to do it but I expect Mm. it to be the most challenging thing I have ever done Mm. and like it was but next time I'm going to maybe like think something different or do more work so that I come into it sort of like trying to prepare myself first but then yeah prepare myself for how hard it's going to be 
but knowing that I can still do it like that that's how my birth was like I mm-hmm. think I've ever done but I'm still going to do it and I did and I, mm-hmm. I was so proud of myself because of that but yeah it's mm-hmm. still a story and like why not grow and learn from it yeah it absolutely yeah. And then, but I think this is normal. I think for the first birth, I think a, a lot of us are so, um, n- not naive. I don't want to use the word naive, right? But we sort of think, oh yeah, everyone's got all of this, like, you know, really, really challenging experience. But I, I felt a little bit like that. It's like, but I have done all of this preparation. So obviously my story will be different. Yeah. yeah then yeah. Um, yeah. body, like for the body for the first time, for the first birth, this is why they, they ask you to expect it to be longer um, because it's the first time your body has ever experienced anything like that. And then for the subsequent births, they tend to be, I guess, in a way, somehow, most of the time, easier because the body already knows what's happening. And then it's almost like the first baby needs to lay that path through. And then the, like, the other ones will follow and the body is already used to that contraction feelings. Like we know what it's like and then we can work easier to work with it as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, we usually finish off just by asking um, – what advice would you give to a mama listening who is hoping for, yeah, a, an ecstatic, pain-free birth like you've had? <laughs> oh, well, first of all, yes, definitely watch as many positive births, orgasmic birth movies, like there's that orgasmic birth movie out there, the healing, um, the birth into being, birth as we know it, movies, and um Second of all, well, practicing, I guess, just noticing throughout whenever, where, 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 no matter what, whether it is you are preparing for the pregnancy, you're already pregnant, preparing for the birth. But I guess the most important skill we can teach ourselves to have is um, you can learn to observe your emotions. What is it that's present right now? Just every single moment asking what's present now? What's, what is it? What am I thinking? What am I feeling? And once you identify that, then it's easy because if we get that into, into a habit, then you can shift through, you can find tools and techniques like a lot, like variety of them out there. Then this just becomes a matter of like how I, I shift it. How, how can I move it? But most importantly, just, observing like learning and teaching yourself to become that observant of your thoughts and then realizing we're not our thoughts like we're not our emotions and then we get the power back to move through them and from the tools that i've shared what if anything has resonated with you definitely give it a go during your birthing journey i definitely highly recommend elena recommended like using the spiraling movement as a balancing apparently it's like this ancient practice that women as all have always used to do it's almost like a dancing and in the workshop she used to get us to dance and like you just close your eyes and then put them slow music on and then just move allow instead of trying to dance actually allowing the body to move in a way that it needs, it wants to move. So that sort of intuitive dancing practice, just something very deep inside of us shifts and we connect deeper within with our feminine wisdom. And Mm -hmm. that practice, if we do it regularly enough, then it's very like we can just continue with the same practice throughout the birthing and um, 
I felt it as a very powerful practice. And well, with the suspending the breath, I guess it's just so individual and it's something that worked for me, may or may not work for other people, but perhaps giving it a go and also perhaps yeah. trying to practice it throughout the pregnancy, just really maybe on even Braxton Higgs, just suspending the breath and then imagining your vaginal muscle just relaxing and relaxing, relaxing. And then it becomes something natural. Um, and then it can usually, if you need to, if it works for you, then you can try using it during the birthing. Yeah, that's it. Just having those kind of tools to kind of um, to use. Yeah, that's great. And it's funny you say about the spiraling because I definitely did that in my second birth, but not yeah. consciously. It was just intuitively like I, that's kind of the way I was moving and like, yeah, definitely like circling. And yeah, so it's funny how um, your body does know, you know, it just it knows what to do. Yes, absolutely. So, and maybe another thing, like actually, well, obviously observing, you know, whatever comes up, but having perhaps maybe in terms of positive uh, statement, maybe I would, I would, I would, if I were to do it now, like I would have something powerful, for instance, I'm having um, perhaps a list of phrases you can relate to. I'm having a relaxing birth I am relaxed you know something not like I would like to have um powered birth but something in the moment that you can affirm in the moment as you're going through the birth like I am relaxing I am powerful like uh so things like this something that like you know how 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 do you want your birth to be like is that so a couple of words that would describe it and then just use them again, once again, throughout, maybe put them on a piece of paper. And then I feel, for instance, empowered. I feel relaxed. I feel um, supported. So whatever it is that you would like to have in terms of I feel I am, like I strongly, I'm a strong believer this is a very, like, very effective way to, of uh, manifesting that if we put them into those I feel I am statements and we use them throughout the pregnancy and birthing in addition to working with our negative um, stuff that comes up. I believe like this is probably one of the most powerful combinations I've ever come across. Yeah, because it's like you move through the negative stuff and that space needs to be filled with the positive. Absolutely. hundred percent, a hundred percent. And um, this is why I ended up like for myself and in my, I ended like, I end up educating people a lot that usually I do the opposite. Like I talk that positive is not enough, but in this case, like, you know, if, if we are talking about birthing, I would say that it's not enough just to do the negative. Like you need to always have a balance. You need to have both parts um, in there for, to move forward so 100% yes to feeling the whatever we're releasing with whatever we would like to feel our space our experience with right thanks so much marina that was just so amazing to listen to your story and listen to your wisdom and yeah so marina has shared her website so that was wellness puzzle and we will also tag her in our instagram post and put in the show notes where else you can find her if you want to follow along on her journey and what she's doing um but yeah thanks again for sharing thank you so much yes wellness puzzle there's a little s at the end and uh yes yeah, so it's um either instagram or facebook you can always find me there 
Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was just such an honor to be here. And uh, as we're approaching like the end of this really big year, like it's mm -hmm. couple, a couple of days left. So thank you so much. It felt really privileged, really, really, really special to be here on the show and to share my journey. Oh, yeah. And your story is really powerful. So it's definitely one that needs to be to be heard, I think, for other women to um, inspire them. All right. Well, thank you. Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye, bye. Emily. Bye, Annabelle. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Hey Mama podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please share it with friends and follow our social media pages to keep up to date with the latest episodes. We hope you're having a beautiful day, Mama.